Are you an intellectual who likes to get a little ratchet sometimes? Can you have lunch with your corporate co-workers, but still get some respect in the hood? Welcome to the show for all the misunderstood women who exist somewhere between the boardroom and the trap house. We are Two Bees in the Trap. It's Britney, bitch. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Two Bees in the Trap. Uh, I'm Brittany M. I'm Brittany W. And then there's Brittany W. And we have a guest host with yes, us today. We have a very special guest here today. Erica Redding. Hola. Erica. Erica, are you in a relation to Otis? No, I'm not. <laughs> not by any chance. Not by far. Long I mean, shot. No. No. From Cordial. He's, He's from probably Macon. from Cali. He's from Macon. Otis Redding? Mm. Wow. I'm definitely not. Not not that I know of. Okay. Redding is not a very common name. Mm. True. Especially yeah. like mine with two Ds. We need to talk yeah, because is here, he is Jen he is, is literally my favorite, friend. one of my favorite singers. Ain't nobody come to see you, Otis. <laughs> We're talking about sitting on the dock of the bay, Otis, not uh, Otis Williams. I need to talk about (laughs) why Otis Williams is on Cameo advertising his his services to sing. You guys heard of this Cameo business, man? Man, so celebrities are hard up for cash right now (laughs) during the the pandemic, the panoramic. And not to mention, this is not like Tory Lanez doing porn rough, but like. Well, Trey Songz is doing. I mean, porn. I'm sorry, I said Tory Lanez. Mm-hmm. He's he's just same putting thing. Porn on same IG thing. Yeah, yeah. So okay. Trey Songz, he's doing porn <laughs> and OnlyFans, but oh, Trey Songz is on Cameo too. So yeah. like, if you have a celebrity, a celebrity like that you really love, like Steve Harvey's on there. Gerald um, No, not Gerald. Eddie. Eddie. <laughs> Gerald's dead. <laughs> Rest in peace, Gerald. <laughs> I ain't wow. gonna call on your your R.I.P. Like R.I.P. <laughs> they kind of put a hologram of him on cameo. Yeah, man. R.I.P. So anyway, <laughs> so anyway, you can use cameo and pay for it. So Kareem yeah. Abdul Jabbar, like I said, mm-hmm. Steve Harvey, Shaka Khan, and so for Valentine's, I had Eddie Levert. I paid for Eddie Levert to um, say Happy Valentine's to my mom and my dad, nice. and sing a little bit of an OJ song. Yeah, classic. He seemed like he was forgetting the song. He was like, <laughs> "Forever, my." You got what uh-huh. I want. Mm. And we were made for each other. That's dope. My parents are happy. My mom yeah. was really happy. Yeah. yeah. Sure. She said, Eddie OJ called me. I said, well, his name is Eddie LaVert. <laughs> Just make the song his name. Yeah. So they don't have is. last names. It's Eddie OJ, yeah, yeah, yeah. Walt OJ, right, right. and the other guy who dances. <laughs> Cause it's dance, OJ. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> dance, sucker. <laughs> dance, OJ. Dance, OJ. Get out of here. 
Yeah. I'm done. Listen, we haven't even we haven't even said why we have you here. Uh, clearly, we're just not gonna get to. But Erica yeah. is gonna lead our our session. We're really interested in. I don't know why we're like this. I know why I'm like this because I'm a Scorpio. Brittany, mm-hmm. I don't understand why you're like this, but we are into religion, and we are into spirit spiritualism. So you mm-hmm. know, I think that there are things in the earth that we can use outside of just prayer. You know, like mm-hmm. we we talk about sages and you know just being in yeah. tune with yourself, your third eye, like all of yeah. that stuff. Um, right. Yeah, our yeah. Erica Badu type. <laughs> Erica shit. with the K. Yeah. Oh, not you. Yeah. Oh. But I. <laughs> I'm, we're there. Yeah, yeah Erica with the K. Erica yeah, with the K. you're Erica with the R. What, bro? What are you talking about, man? And then, and then there's Erica true. with the B. Yeah, it's true. Um, so this episode is titled "Blissfully Balanced." So Ooh. we're just gonna be walking through some like a little bit of astrology, a little bit of like you know just spiritual grounding. And just kind of like what tools you could possibly use just to get you kind of started on, on your own personal path. True. So we can start on the spiritual grounding uh, during the pandemic and quarantine of 2020. We can. Well, first, okay. uh, before we even jump off into that, I want to kind of do, I do want to highlight just in talking about grounding our hikes. So me and Erica started hiking. Right. Uh, how long has it been now since we started hiking? Um, maybe about five months going on yeah. six and we realized how much like we needed that um but this mm-hmm. is still kind of during maybe like coming out of that peak period of quarantine yeah um definitely and, COVID too yes okay. yes and we kind of felt like we got like a spiritual bath just by being in the woods for like a few hours or whatever and how much that really grounded us and so we decided to continue to do it and you know now we have beer hikes so we drink craft beer and we uh we hike we hike and we get a lot of spiritual grounding. Yes. And insight and yes. messages. And we talk to trees and leaves and yes. they dance and talk yes. back to us. We've seen dancing, dancing plant life. Um, no joke. Did we figure out what kind of plant that was that danced? No. No? No, I feel like it was just a random bush. <laughs> That but it danced. It Shout out to Moses. When I tell you, <laughs> it did. When I tell you that O-T. that plant danced, oh, it danced. And then when the white people, when the white people started coming down the path, it stopped. It was like, oh shit. yeah, like, it was like, the craziest shit that I've ever seen. <laughs> and I'm glad that Erica was there to see it because otherwise, I would have thought that I imagined that shit. Like, <laughs> right. If I only had a brain. <laughs> <laughs> it was like that episode of Chappelle. She's like, shh, they coming. <laughs> and it like immediately just like ceased to uh, yeah. uh, rock from side to side because that was the emotion that yeah. it was doing. Really? Yeah. yeah. Was it, was, it windy? It was no, not windy at all. Windy. There was wow. not a, a bristle. So y'all were wind. talking to the bush and. No, no, we were talking amongst ourselves and Britt said, hey, look at that leaf. And I said, oh. <laughs> We was like, "Wow, it's really like." And then we heard scuffling, and we noticed that people were coming our way, and and we looked back at the leaf, and it was like, "Yeah, cease to move." Are you all (laughs) insinuating that bushes don't listen to, 
or they don't communicate with. Uh... We are insinuating that bushes do kiki. Yes. <laughs> They like to chat and talk and, Kiki, and they do. And yes. All but the not things, with white people. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> On that day, apparently not. Um, it was a feeling the vibe of us more than so, so. Yeah, yeah. Wow. We, we were on a similar frequency, I guess. <laughs> Correct. So, yeah. So, just in talking about like different ways to ground yourself, we know that hiking is definitely one, but what are some other things? <laughs> Erica, did you feel like. People would be interested. Yeah, yeah, or could be benefit from. Um, um, you can benefit from, I guess, just uh, disassociating. That's sort of a strong word, or just dis uh, a disconnect from, I guess, human life. And mm. uh, human life would involve a lot of technology. So, mm-hmm. once you get into hiking or in the forest or the woods, that like I would like to call it, uh, you have minimum cell phone coverage or yeah. services. So, you are forced to listen to the wind and the trees and the birds and uh, any other insects that want to talk to you, squirrels that are running that you cannot see. Um, water, like running water. Running water if yeah. you if your hike is near a water source. Um, so you get a lot of benefits, not only grounding, but also like a mental cleanse as well and emotional cleanse. Because if you go out there fully uh, intense with emotions, you may just erupt because you're outside of your element, which is like your house or your home, your car. And, you, and again, you don't have technology in the palm of your hands. Right. You have to force to deal with, damn, I just stepped in some mud or I got scraped by a vine uh, stem yeah. or something. So mm-hmm. um, I take in all of those things into account. Um, uh, just your man it, devices. It, speaking of man devices. <laughs> Just holistically, uh, just being there because you can, you know, you can be walking along the river or water and you stop and you just, you know, you have this moment where you um, can reconcile or just reflect. Yeah, reflect. I were doing a lot of reflecting out there because we, I know, I feel like the last few hikes we've had, I've always noticed something or had a revelation about myself or something that I may not have been readily like you know aware of before yeah so and I feel like hiking engages all of your senses you have different mm-hmm. smells you have uh different parts of the hike the the scenery changes is different right. um uh once again you have uh how it feels under your feet or right. if you're you know scraping against a tree or a bush yeah and uh, I've actually taken off my shoes and just been barefoot um, at some points, right? Like, just to, you know, because we don't realize how disconnected we are from like the earth. Correct. We're always wearing shoes. We're walking on concrete all the time. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, you're never really like your feet are never really on a natural element. So yeah, yeah. And just to cycle back to uh, what I was speaking on before, uh, during quarantine or COVID Part Two or COVID twenty, COVID nineteen, whatever you want to call it. I added hiking as a hobby and I didn't know that I needed to be outside yeah. in the woods on a trail that I didn't know anything about. You remember the first mm-hmm. time we ever went on yeah. the bamboo forest trail, we didn't know where we were going. We didn't know how to read the post right. or any of those things. So being in an unfamiliar place, it, it, it forces you to, um, 
and your natural instinct. Yeah, and adjust mm-hmm. to to what you have to work with what you have. Right. So, um I think that, you know, that's it, it just awakened a lot of senses within self because sometimes you don't feel like going out there and being outside and then mm-hmm. what if it's a busy weekend or a busy day and you're passing a lot of people, you know, yeah. Mr. Beep Beep. Beep Beep. Who got the keys to the Jeep? Or I guy that has uh, a, a subwoofer on his back and he's running shirtless through that the That was woods. glorious. Listen, <laughs> I've never experienced such a sensational moment in time in my life than this guy jogging through the East Palisades, you know, woods with this square backpack <laughs> and his hair, you know, just flowing. Flowing. There was no wind. I don't know how he did it, but I don't even know what song was playing. But it Me was just either. Music and him and that hair and that backpack and and we were on an incline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so, mean, there so, was no sweat. No, nothing. No struggle. I mean, not even a scent when he. He passed wasn't by. worried about us. I don't even know if he like if we existed in his world. Like, not I really. He... <laughs> I mean, could he hear beyond what was coming from his back end? I don't think so. Not at all. I mean, he, he could have been murdered <laughs> and he would have died happy. Like I think that. He would have been perfectly fine. He, he was just yeah. like a baby. <laughs> yeah, he was definitely making his rounds that day. He was. And he was. Nothing it, mattered. Yeah, it was a glorious thing to see it because was. it was the first time we've ever encountered someone that wasn't saying "excuse me" or "thank you" or yeah, or uh, that guy with the exceptionally large backpack or whatever that day. Like, we saw. oh yeah, they were out so there camping and overnight. Yeah. <laughs> And we were like, how can you stay out here? It's muggy. It rained the night before. But we concluded that they were there yeah. for some time they because had they had part of a futon yeah, on their, on their, on their back. <laughs> <laughs> the luggage that they were carrying was larger than them. <laughs> you see some, some, some things on those trails, you know? Yeah. There's not definitely. a lot of us out there, for one. And then when we are out there, we acting like we ready to, you know, we out here for an Instagram photo shoot type shit, you know? That's that's true. We get our shoes dirty. We on the phone. Like, why do you even want to be on the phone out here? That's true. That's, oh my God. That's facts. We have saw a few people that passed us or in passing that mm-hmm. is having full-blown conversations. Mm-hmm. And they have on iPods. And we like, yeah. are you talking to us? No, you're talking on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> in yeah. contradiction to um, me just yeah. saying hey technology doesn't work out there somehow exactly. they yeah. have, they get their phone to work there yeah. and they need it they need and, it and and for some that that just can be their their release for stress maybe going to yeah. talk on the phone on trails but <laughs> i don't see the correlation for me so right yeah i didn't know that i needed that but the mm-hmm. fact that i added this as a hobby and i thoroughly enjoy it is mm-hmm. um it's something that i would all would love to continue and i think that a lot of people need to just at least consider just uh if if not a a, a very uh extreme trail just like a moderate one or right. a very easy one to get out and do different types of exercises because now yeah. we're living in covid times we're never returning to normal life right. and you have to go to the gym and worry about wiping it down mm-hmm. a thousand times when mm-hmm. you can easily just go and make your exercise yeah. on the trail yeah and you're outside workout. does that make the stallion hill that we do uh <laughs> We call it Meg Meg the Stallion. Yeah, it's like these steps. stairs, like these uh 
natural a steep incline stairway. Yeah, yeah yeah but it's like a workout at the end of it like you feel like you've done like and it's at the workout. end yeah. yeah and it's right at the end and, and, yeah mm-hmm. and 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 you you feel like you're near death <laughs> when you reach the top <laughs> yeah yeah and the car is like half a mile away from, yes, still. from that point yeah. so you have time to calm down and recollect yourself but. right and we actually have a hike planned coming up to Asheville me Erica and Brittany M um so we, yeah yeah we're gonna we're gonna invite Britt on this journey like now we're thinking about like just you know traveling different places to hike and checking out different yeah trails. i definitely mm-hmm. want to go to oregon and washington Ooh, state yes take me with yes. you now yeah no no we're, okay we're, yeah it's, it's a collective thing yeah especially yeah. because you know we, we i'm the plug benefit. now on the flights <laughs> yeah i'm not saying nothing else yeah but and i also uh, have the plug plug to a selective well, and few is also the plug so plug to a selected few once in. again. We plugged in, tapped in, turned on, tuned in. Also, I, I would <laughs> just like to highlight that I feel like um, because I want to turn this into a quote-unquote professional hobby mm-hmm. where I would like to um, base my YouTube channel off of it because I don't see a lot of melanated people that right. have uh youtube channels that's based off of hiking or their love for hiking right. and i just feel like it was one of those things where you just have to start yeah you don't you you, you know like you start somewhere like right. don't say oh i need hiking shoes or i need this sort this certain yeah, type of book bag just get out, get out there just got to get out there you got to hurt your, your Achilles you, you got to yeah. stretch your uh, your yeah. arch and your foot or like me when I fell at Victory Creek <laughs> <laughs> and I bust and did, my ass full blown <laughs> yoga poses to try to recover uh <laughs> You know, all these things have to happen, and um, it, 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 I, I feel as though, you know, you just, you just have to, I just started somewhere. Right, I, di- right. I didn't want to be prepared. Right. We just did right. it, and, exactly. and we fell in love from there, and it's, right. yeah. Yeah, and this thing is going to take off. You know, I just want to say right here, right now, let it be known, you know, Patagonia, holla at us. You know, North Face, holla at us. R-E-I, Columbia, holla at us. Holla, yes. Columbia, holla at us. Yes, yeah. Yeah, we here. We here, you know. And transport and holler at us. <laughs> we do need those backpacks because they they those never they blush. never like they to the end of the earth. <laughs> when this shit is all said and done, Yeti. only thing gonna be left is Jansports and Jansports backpacks. Roaches and Jansports. Yeti, you did really good on your earnings this this quarter. Holler at us. Yeah, yeah, what is yeah. It? Yeti. Yeti. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm new to Yeti. So, yeah. You know, just putting that out there. We're not talking about the mic. Yeah, no. The cup. No. Yep. We're talking about them, yeah, them cups. Oh, and them, uh, they got those coolers mm-hmm. and whatnot, too. Mm-hmm. I, I'm peeping them. Very yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, uh, just to circle back, we also want to start a quote-unquote thing where we are doing a beer hike. Where, mm-hmm. like you said, we take our craft beers and we enjoy them on the hike, and we would like to yeah. feature them yep. also in the YouTube and the podcast along yep. the way. Um, we have an exquisite we taste. We do. We love craft beer. All yeah. craft beer from yes. all regions. Yes. Internationally. Mm-hmm. If so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not only it's... wheat beer from Germany. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
Not we only are, have a license. We're, we're really out here. Yeah, we're really out here. Guys shading Cashmere hops, mosaic <laughs> hops. We're, we're about all of that. So look out. Be on the lookout for those uh, branding images of, of us and the uh, beer in the wow. Yes. It may just be the name. Ooh. Beer that is an craft, idea. Craft beer in the wow. Oh. <clears throat> That's a new name we hadn't thought of. Yep. Yeah. So... I do kind of want to, you know, segue a bit into the astrology bit in terms of like, you know, like beginner spiritualities, people who may not really be like on this tip or this path at all. So when we talk about like big threes, a lot of times in astrology, people will ask you like, what are your big threes, right? It's more common now these days. It it's is. not more so, what, what, what is your sun sign or what is your moon? Yeah. Now people are like, what is your big three? Yep. And yeah. Brittany told me her big three earlier today mm-hmm. and it was like a list of it was artists. Tamia. Yeah. Yeah, definitely to Mia. <laughs> Lufa. Big Lufa. So not, not little Lufa. So your rising is to Mia, your sun is Big Lufa. <laughs> and what's your moon sign? Peebo. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Nigga, you just can't come out with what's your big three? Like are you talking about March Madness or right. um, <laughs> I'm gonna go with Duke, Gonzaga, um, yeah, Villanova for me all day. <laughs> oh yeah, UNC, yeah, Chapel Hill, yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, people's big three is a thing now. Like yeah. um, I don't know how how well they handle their ascendant and their moon sign. Can mm-hmm. you talk to people about like? For people who don't necessarily believe in astrology, uh, why that would necessarily even be something people should even buy into, and if it really does affect your personality, um, because people kind of just like you know I I'll ask people very quickly like what's your sign, but a lot of people are like man that yeah. shit is not neither here nor there yeah so. Kind of talk to maybe some skeptics or some non-believers or people who just don't know. Okay, yeah, I can start with um, a lot of people may be skeptic because, let's say, for instance, um, I can use my own chart or myself. I have a stellum. A stellum is um, four or more personal planets in the same sign or the same house. And I have four points or planets in Scorpio, but my sun sign is a Libra. So if someone... Um, wants to get to know me and without them inquiring first they would probably just assume that i am a scorpio when actually i am a libra so if you do have someone and you say oh what's your sign and they're like oh yeah i don't believe in that and blah 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 and then you get to know them and you're like oh yeah you're not a typical aries you're not Mm -hmm. a textbook aries it's Mm -hmm. because they may have a slew of planets Mm -hmm. somewhere else that is very amplified and they just you know exude their sun sign on certain qualities or or other yeah. traits so and it's th- based on like you know the season in which you were born the time of day which you were born mm-hmm. latitude longitude yeah. city place the time where, you were born is yeah. very important yeah. correct yeah. correct so so it is i was an hour off once i thought I was and it changed your rising right and it yeah and it changed yeah. me De- from like a, a a gemini to a taurus or something like that definitely your ascendant mm-hmm. it, it changes that your ascendant is described as um where the horizon on the, uh, what sign was rising on the eastern horizon when you were born mm-hmm. okay so um <clears throat> it changes every 15 minutes 
So, oh, wow. yeah. So if you do, if you are off an hour or 20 minutes, you can definitely have a whole totally different chart than what you originally um, cast it for right. at that time. Mm-hmm. So that's very important to have the time, the birth date, the mm-hmm. time and the actual city. Um, and I can go a little bit more into the city. People don't understand, like, why, why, why would you need the city? Because, well, for one, you have this thing called astro cartography, where they mm-hmm. lay out the map of the entire world. I'm not sure what projection they use, but, um, and you can, you can lay the planets on different, um, I wouldn't say time zones, but meridian lines and longitudinal lines. And it says a lot about you and where you're going if you're doing predictive astrology. Mm. Yeah. So that makes it, that makes it, and, and it helps to calculate your ascendant. Mm-hmm. So if I'm if I'm in Georgia, let's say I'm in Georgia and I'm born at 5 p.m., then that puts me on the Aquarius ascendant on the day that I was born. But if I'm in California, I may become like a Gemini ascendant oh. or something because yeah. <laughs> the the time zones are different. <laughs> it, w- it wouldn't be the same as 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 the sun rising in the east in right. Georgia as it would in yeah. California because I'm hours off. Yep, so. Exactly. Yeah, all of these things are very important when you are casting a chart to actually, I guess, uh, do predictions or just even try to understand yourself. And then to also piggyback again, I um, grabbed a quote from one of the notable astrologers, uh, Jessica Lanadu. She says that your birth chart doesn't create conditions, it describes them. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people like to pull their charts and blame they're Mars and Libra for them being passive. Mm-hmm. No, no, you're mm-hmm. a passive because you're passive. <laughs> you <laughs> right. have the option to be passive right. or not, but yeah, you there's act- always a spectrum with yes, that. but you choose to yeah. act on to be passive. Therefore, right. there's your description. Right. You can you can also be uh, uh, nas- nice nasty. That is also Mars mm-hmm. and Libra. Nice nasty. Yeah. You can either be passive or you can be nice nasty. Okay. So which choice would it be? <laughs> yeah. 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 So for a lot can of you people, say nice nasty just once more. Nice nasty. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty great. Yeah. Right. <laughs> So, so for people who are speculative, you can always just point to somewhere in their chart and like, yeah, you don't believe in it, but the way that you are reacting to certain things, this is your moon in Gemini. This is your moon in Scorpio. Yeah. You know? So you can just shut them down that way and they can still be speculative about it, but there's that. You've always told me, I know too, that it's more like a blueprint. This is not like all the answers. I think a lot of people, they get so kind of like caught up in astrology and they think that it's like a crystal ball, like, you know, like you're going to go to a reader and they're going to give you all these like answers, you know, and astrology is one piece, right? You could get caught up in tarot. You could get caught up in you know, intuitive readers or yeah. what there's so many different mediumship. Yeah. 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 So astrology literally is just this one kind of like big piece. It's, it's, it's a discipline all in its own. Yeah. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there, there's uh, multiple sh- uh, avenues in astrology. Um, you can cast your natal chart all day long, but that doesn't have any do anything to do with your day to day life because then you would need to cast a transit chart. Mm-hmm. That's where that's where all your action is happening. Your natal chart just tells you what you have to deal with for your entire life. Right. It's fixed. This it's is what, fixed. Yeah. That's 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 just it. No one else has this blueprint. Right. They can they can be born on the same day and the same time. But guess what? If you're born in Georgia and they're born in California, you're still not the same person. Right. Regardless. Yeah. So um, 
Yeah, it's just it's just you got to think about the different ways that you can use astrology. You can have predictive astrology, honorary astrology, um, uh, your natal chart. Uh, uh, it just and then you can cast your chart as a, a tropical or mm -hmm. equal house. Yeah. So when you guys are getting readings from other people, these are things that you probably would want to ask because if you are not well versed but somewhat uh, acquainted with a with the astrology and you get a reading from someone and then you go back and try to line these things up and you're like, well, they have to be lying because I don't see these same things. Mm -hmm. No, they could have just used a different house system yeah. or a different, they could have used Eastern astrology versus Western. Mm -hmm. And in Eastern, if you, it, Brittany say like you are a sun cancer, you could actually be a Leo yeah. in Eastern astrology. Mm -hmm. I'm not too, uh, cleaning that, but yeah. Yeah. Like, isn't that, so like even was it Ayurvedic? Vedic, like yes, yeah, yes. Astrology is another mm -hmm. one, like a lot of uh, Indian, um, I know. And, oh, and I, I would say a lot of old old head astrologers like to use Vedic as well. Oh, really? They don't believe or, or, or uh, I don't mean to sound too... Uh, so what I see on um, my favorite social media network a lot is on Twitter is a lot of the spiritual hoteps like to use Vedic astrology. And... Mm -hmm. And what I learned is the difference between Western and Eastern astrology is the Eastern astrology does not account for the 23 degree tilt that we were taught in grade school. Hmm. So, so what's the significance of the 23 degree tilt? So the significance with uh, Western astrology is uh, that's how they are able to calculate uh, your sign being off by so much so if okay. you t if you take some whatever your favorite sky map app on your phone is okay. and you and you activate it and you point it up or down whatever if you point yeah. it at the sky right now it'll tell you that the sun is actually in capricorn right but if you take we it know to the britney's phone tells us <laughs> but oh. <laughs> i turned it off thanks <laughs> thanks <laughs> But 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 if you if you account for the twenty three degree tilt, then it actually put us into the next sign. That okay. is how we are off by whatever one sign. Yeah. Because it, yeah, to yeah. me, between Western and Eastern, you're you're just off by one sign. Mm -hmm. You know that makes sense though, because like I think I have so we have like the planetary hours right. Correct. And then I also have like this full moon app, and sometimes I notice that they're not like yep necessarily in sync. Mm -hmm. Um. Especially when it comes to like new moons and full moons or whatever, it'd be like different times, right? Sometimes or days, even just depending. So that's interesting. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I feel like that's a segue into the next topic that I would like to talk about in astrology, which is um, muy important as well is moon phases. Mm -hmm. um, Especially a lot for me, you know. Yeah, definitely. Rule by the moon. <laughs> Cancer sun. Yeah. Every time the moon changes signs, you change moods. Change. Two to three days. You're yeah. not the same Brittany. Brit, as I would like yeah. to call you. I don't know. According to Brittany mentioned. So, <laughs> you guys. I'm just mentioning. The new moon and the full moon is not the only uh, pertinent phases that we should pay attention to. Mm -hmm. The last quarter and the first quarter are very, very important. Mm -hmm. I also found out through research that um, even though there are a lot of chatter about initiate on the new moon, start on the new moon, mm -hmm. you actually should not initiate until the There's waning, no action, right? they, until the mm -hmm. waning of the first quarter. The first quarter initiates the action. Mm -hmm. 
you should just prepare for what you right. want Plant to. Plant the seeds on the new moon. On the new moon. Yeah. And then you act on it on the first quarter. And then on the full yeah. moon, you take a review of your accumulation and, of what has, has transpired and if you're on track. Right. And just to build on Britt's question earlier about skepticism, tell, like, if there's somebody who really is, like, super duper skeptical, tell them to buy an almanac. Because an almanac literally will kind of, like, validate a lot of the stuff that astrology kind of already has built in. Um, cause they're kind of telling you to do certain things according to these different lunar cycles or, mm-hmm. you know, what have you, like different astrological events or whatnot. So, um, and I know like, for instance, like my grandmother did a lot of things based on, um, astrological events, especially according to the moon. Mm-hmm. Um, she was Leo. Right. That helps. But. <laughs> <laughs> it does. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think that that's one of the ways that you can kind of like, you know, because once you get into a lot of stuff, you start seeing all these different kind of like different, different, it's interdisciplinary, right? Like these right. things are kind of like interwoven and like overlapping each other with certain things, but. Yeah, yeah, you know. definitely. I, um, I, I, I try to, if I am, um, attending to my plants, I try to go by the phases of the moon. I definitely cut split ends and fingernails and shit. I had at, heard that. At yeah. new moon and full moon yeah, because yeah. one of my favorite astrologers, and I hope she's not racist, and Ortley, <laughs> oh, um, yeah, yeah. she always... She, she locked pre- them tweets up. Yeah, she, she locked those tweets <laughs> up. They're unlocked now, but... Oh, she unlocked them? Yeah, we're back in business now. We're back in business. We can retweet. She's like madly accurate, like especially when it comes to the ass, like the uh, degrees and the, Definitely. you know down to like the nitty gritty type stuff she's good for that yeah she's really good she's and she's really good with describing the different um when it comes to in relations of the minor asteroids because a lot of people don't don't follow those as well well. Britt did some research on her asteroids your lilith right oh yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. tell us about that i don't remember (laughs) okay it's been been a while (laughs) <laughs> black black bl- the black lilith moon represents the angry feminine in all of us mm. so when you're angry mm-hmm. you need to look to that black lilith and see what's going on black with- lilith so is that different from just your regular like definitely it's not your what? regular moon at all so no. wait 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 so you have so it's not just lilith it's black lilith black lilith b-l-a-c-k oh. yeah. i looked mine up but i don't remember either so whenever she's triggered, you're definitely going to be angry on that day. There's no doubt about it. She's in relations to Mars. She's Mars' sister in Greek mm. mythology. So um, okay. I don't do a lot of research on her, but, you know, if she's hit yeah. in the collective. explain a lot with me because I already have my Mars in, in Aries. So. At, a, at, at a critical degree. Zero. Zero. Mm. Nana. Yeah. Well. Yeah, so... <laughs> Uh, back to the <laughs> back to the moon phases. Uh, also, just to piggyback off of what you spoke about earlier, that um, if you do have, I would feel as though if you have a water moon, water uh-huh. element moon, that is a moon that's in Cancer, Scorpio, or Pisces. Every mm. time the moon changes signs, every three days, you're definitely going to be a different person. You're definitely going to be moody. Um, <laughs> you're going to cry. Uh, you're going to have sad thoughts. Period. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you sad girls club, sad oh. girls club, when the moon is in those <laughs> signs, is it? Is anybody here a Pisces? Well, no. My friend Kellen, Kellen has a Pisces moon. Well, I had my chart rectified recently, and yeah. I am a Janet Pisces, Pisces ascendant. 
I haven't fully right. accepted it yet, but it, it explains my emotions a lot. Uh, <laughs> Besides my Scorpio moon, I'm like, yeah, yeah. all shit is in death. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Other than that, I don't know much. <laughs> yeah, I, I do. I <laughs> I do notice with myself, though, when the moon is in fire signs, I am pretty much turned up. I am very lit to the point where I could either have a foot in the mouth moment or I'm very impulsive. And that's not always a good thing because I'm burnt out. Mm by the end of that moon that that phase cycle yeah. of 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 it so um i would just say you know do a lot of research upon that because the moon rules your emotions regardless if you're a scorpio with a gemini moon or a libra with a scorpio moon it yeah. it rules you regardless so hmm. um it has nothing to do with your sun sign period point blank mm. wow you can be happy all day long yeah. but if you have a sad moon you're going to be fucking sad <laughs> If you get triggered, you're gonna be sad, and your and, and your sun yeah. central self will, is gonna say cheer up, and your moon's gonna say no, we're not having that shit today. We're yeah, sad. Yeah, that's right. Period. Yeah, you just wow. Gonna, yeah. Wow. Until this time passes. Yes. <laughs> well, that's why, especially if you have a water moon, it's really important to learn how to ride those like waves. Definitely. Waves. Definitely, you you yeah. definitely have to have an emotional budget. If you have, <laughs> if you have a water moon, you gotta know what you can tolerate and what you can't when those yeah. times comes around. Because if if people are like you know embarking on your space, and that's gonna make you freak out, and you're gonna point fingers at them, and it's really no, you just need to have boundaries where you're like, yeah, I can't deal with you on these right. days, these three days, <laughs> but one, yeah, just me by myself, yeah, right. dealing with my own emotions, crying at movies. That's my favorite Pisces <laughs> thing to do now. <laughs> Yeah, so then, um, you know, the last big thing of astrology that people, a lot of people are now, uh, I would feel like, segue into it is the Saturn return. And that mm. happens in between the ages of 28 and 30. And it's more so like a big reality check. Can, uh, can't there be like a shadow period after 30, though, like from 30 to like 33-ish? Definitely, if yeah. you have other signifiers in your chart that will carry that energy out. Okay. Just like if someone has the, uh, uh, Saturn at an early degree and Saturn goes into that sign and then it retrogrades back over their degree, their Saturn mm. return will be longer wow. versus it just passing it one time and okay. keep, you know, and keep moving yeah. forward. So you have to also look into those types of things. And, um, a, a best way to describe it is, um, Saturn comes to check and see if you're on track, you know, a thirties is, is a very mutual point for a lot of people. Like, Oh, I need to be married. I need to be, have my dream job by this time. And if those things are not checked off, you're definitely going to be depressed until you're 35. Mm. I wouldn't say definitely because everybody is different, but yeah. it's, it's going to take a toll on you to right. the point where you're going to have to do a lot of, you're going to have to do a lot of uh, reorganizing and just rethinking life as how you move forward. So mm. um, you also have a second Saturn return at 50. So these ages make sense. You're, mm -hmm. you're 50, you're over the hill, right? So by the time you hit 50, if you didn't accomplish what you're supposed to in your 30s, by the time you hit your 50s, you definitely have to have it on point. And, yeah. and, 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 it, and it would get completed or accomplished, but you would definitely have this um uh like resentment of damn i should have did that mm. back in my 30s because yeah. i fucked off my 30s you know and yeah. now i'm in my 50s and you know what have you and just when you're in your 30s you're like damn i should have did my 20s better no i definitely one. feel that way <laughs> i definitely feel that way no one that that yeah that's yeah. so um 
you know, just be kind to yourself as you're going through between the ages of 28 and, and 33 because mm-hmm. you're you're going to be in a heavy period, and that's just for yeah. everyone. Yeah. If you're not married, sure. if you don't have babies, if you're not done with school, just give yourself enough space because that just gives you a hard reality check to say, hey, by 50, we need to have these things done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we need to have more because you had an ample enough time. Yeah. A good 20 years, correct? Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Right, that's another. That's a whole nother life cycle. Yeah, but you hear people talk about all the time. Like you hear people know, like in their fifties or sixties, like, oh, just where, where did the time go? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what you been doing? Yeah. You. You. Yeah. I mean, because for me, <laughs> it, going through my Saturn return, I was like, your thirties are your real prime, not your twenties. Yeah. No. Not at all. Twenties to me are just chaotic, bro. Like I don't know. What, I didn't know who I was. Like. I mean, I, I felt like I, I still accomplished a lot. I was doing a lot of things. I had, I accomplished a lot early, you know, because by the time I got my, my master's degree, I was what, like 22, uh, yep, 23? Like, what the fuck do I do now? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I'm just out here, you know? Yeah. Well, I was not making any money. No, I didn't, yeah, I didn't have a real job for like, yes. what, about a year mm-hmm. or so after I came out of school? Because it's like, you don't money. really know what, you kind of went through stuff so fast, and then you're just like, you plateau real world stuff i don't know i've been an academic for all these years <laughs> and, and, and saturn return doesn't always Term papers anyone <laughs> yeah it doesn't have to always be that bad it's just a hard reality check i mean you have yeah. other returns with all the other nine planets like my favorite noun is jupiter return people don't okay. really track those like yeah no and I, I would i would like to learn more about some of these other bigger planet returns because like correct you know my Jupiter's in Taurus, like Jupiter return there. That sounds like a fucking good great, time. Great, great, great yeah. time. Yeah, Love amazing. It. I want a Lamborghini truck. All that. Eat <laughs> chef recommended meals. All that. <laughs> Let's get it. I'm here for it. Right. Completely. And I mean, if, if in, in just in talk, like the reason why I would associate those two things, like my Jupiter being in Taurus, right? Jupiter expansion, it Taurus, right. Venusian energy, right? So Correct. we're talking about like, Money, love, finances, Values. the finer things mm-hmm. in life, all that kind of stuff. So that's why you yeah, always have, yeah, you yeah. always have an expansion view on all of these things. They will yeah. always expand for you. A Jupiter in, in Taurus is an actual a great placement, and in the eighth house. So that's a little twist in there. Yeah, that's other people's money. So mm. let's Ooh, get it. OPM. OPM. Yeah. yeah. OPP. So that's why that resonates with me so much. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. I, so when I got three laptops. I don't know. When I first tracked mine, I realized that my um, my third Jupiter return was when I graduated from Georgia State. So if mm. you guys look back and you correlate that, your one of your third Jupiter return should be the first time you graduated from college as a okay. bachelor's. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. When I when I when I peeped that, I was like, uh, yeah, I think I want to pay more attention to that because I don't yeah. want to miss another Jupiter return. Right. No. If it's gonna bring blessings as such. No, I need to do it every Thursday of the year. I'm I had a baby, <laughs> and I graduated, <laughs> and then I started grad school. So yeah, like the next month. So I don't know what, I don't know what to think of because it all happened all at one time. I don't know, that that may be that may was your Jupiter return gift. Yeah, all in yeah. one, because it, it's going to give you everything. It's not going to just give you her, one man. thing. It's it's going to be it's going to blow up everything she, that she be you out here trying to play Alicia. And yeah, to I'm going to tell you guys something <laughs> if you're childless out here in these streets. I was brilliant. I was a stellar English student. After I had that baby, simple concepts be like struggling. This is struggling. This one down here in the basement brilliant 
lazy as fuck, mm. has taken all my intelligence <laughs> only to not use it. Well, I think she's going to use it in babies, her way. Huh? She's going to use it in her own way. That's these what kids I kept talking about. These millennial kids, we cannot keep up I, with them. I, I we cannot do it. They, they are going to teach us. Exactly. Because they come here equipped with a lot of things. And we had a whole conversation in Charlotte, like, out the car. Because you're always making excuses for Alicia. She's a Since Alicia birth. has to have somebody on her side. Since birth. Look, and, look, and you know it's bad when, uh, when Mr. Antonio and Marcia also be trying to be like, well, Brent, let her just. Right. Because they, they? They, they didn't give you no slack. None. So Didn't give you none either. No. My dad tells yeah, you what to do. I wasn't in control of my life there. Nope. Not, not in the foster household. I, I, I never was in control of my life. No. <laughs> no one. I was born to Aquarius mom and a Virgo dad. Ooh. But my dad is a Pisces, but he is, he is like an alpha male. I don't know what kind of Pisces he is. He must have a lot of fire or a lot of yeah, earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't know. He definitely has to have. He's got to have a lot of fire in his chart. Like, if, <laughs> What's your if, mom? My mom is a Taurus. Ah, that makes sense why you're ascendant as a Taurus. What do you mean? That's just like, I'm because a, you, you're always going to share some part of your parents' sign. Oh, really? And one of your big three, you look at, because I'm like, I'm my Leo moon, right? But my mom's a Leo. And, oh. my, and my mom has a Libra moon, and I'm, mm. a, Leo, I'm a Libra sun. I did not yeah. know that. Mm-hmm. Wow, yeah, that's pretty interesting. And, and, my, and my dad has, um, uh, fudge. He has uh, Jupiter at four degrees Libra and my son is four degrees Libra. Hmm. Oh wow! Wow! Mm-hmm. Wow! And it makes yeah, sense really our dynamic between all of his kids. You know, me and my dad has very in-depth occultic chats yeah. and talks. So yeah. he expands me in that way. It only makes right, sense. Right, right, right. Your dad's Mason too, right? Yeah, he's yeah. he's a Mason. Oh wow! Yeah, wow. come from that lineage mm-hmm. grandfather yeah, my granddad was past a mason too and my mason. Well, I have a cousin 33 degree oh yeah so he's, mm. he's in there yeah he's deep in there almost was an eastern star yeah I was my mom's my mom, my mom, she mom too. Shit. And yeah. I'm like, how do you not? Like, she was like, I was young. I was, you know. But. Yeah, it, it was, thank God to them, <laughs> they are not active, and they had to be active in, for me to to pass over. So, oh, yeah. yeah. I did a much better job on my own. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm just saying, just from yeah, I don't think research I and experience, yeah. And, uh, you know, Delta was enough for me. Like, my mom did both. I just don't, uh, you know, just not to get off track. I don't like Prince Hall Masons. Period. Mm. I don't. You They're know, real showy these days. They too, really are, and you know, just take me back to the European Corcozoid, <laughs> uh, Scottish Rite, and York Rite Masons, <laughs> uh, which is a rather uh, be where it originated from. Because you know, honestly, they gave Prince Hall his marching mm. papers, and okay. that's the only way that. Blacks were able That's to right. be Masons. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If it right. wasn't for that, they would just be stuck with being boule. Yeah. Ooh. I was yeah. gonna go there. Oh, wow. Should have had Eric on the boule versus. Yeah. I was there in spirit. <laughs> <laughs> when she was going off on web. Yeah. Web. <sighs> so uh, for I guess uh, book references. Mm-hmm. Um, um, just to deal with your natal and transit, we I have uh, Planets in Transit by Robert Hand. That's a good one. And Planets in Aspect by Robert 
hand also. No, no it's Robert Pelletier. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so one the Planets and Aspect is a blue book and Planets in Transit is a black book. Why do I think they were both by the same person. But you need both of those books. You need both books. Yeah. And then too, if you want more information dealing with your Saturn return, you can go to Liz Green G R E E N E. Uh, Saturn, a new look at an old devil. I know there are um, actual uh, evidence that Liz Green is racist, but that has okay. nothing to do with assimilating the Rampant knowledge. Rampant in the astro- astrological community, right? Like- <laughs> yeah, now during these days, since we you know, went through our 2020 riots, everyone is on the fucking chopping block. <laughs> Period. If you're racist or not, but you're going to be made take racist. But this information if it's, you know what I'm saying? Right, because you know, we don't have many more... Uh, you know, unless you're going to read the Metanetter or Metatanetter. I don't know. You want to go out here and follow the hood healer. <laughs> oh, we, we won't go there. All right. Well, Erica, thank you for coming on. Yes. Thanks so much, Erica. This has been great. And also, guys, be on the lookout for the uh, our beer hike adventures. That'll be coming soon. Um, Definitely. Can I plug myself? Please check me at all social medias at overdose on E O V E R D O S O N capital E on all social networks, oh. discord, Every last Instagram, snap. I don't be on snap, but I hold a place there. Clubhouse. <laughs> the name doesn't change. I'm there. GitHub. Download it. I put my bots scripts on there. Yes. Erica Bill's bots. GitHub. She has a raspberry pie. GitHub. She can get you anywhere. Just give her the map. (laughs) Thanks for listening to Two Bees in the Trap with your hosts, Brittany M. And Brittany W. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. And don't forget to join us next week. And be sure to subscribe and also invite your friends to listen to us too. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter. See you next time. Bye. It's Brittany, bitch.